Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This one is interesting to me. And it's the Australian white sheep. Okay. Also known as the Australian white is a breed of sheep. This is food? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Hi. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> On today's episode, we discuss 12 restaurant trends to look for in 2024. But first, the intro. Tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. As usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Hey, it's the new year, 2024. The new year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you sound like Kool-Aid guys. <laughs> <laughs> and so as we go through this show, we're going we're gonna to not so much reflect on the state of the restaurant industry, but we're going to look forward. And at some point, we're acknowledging what's, what's happening. What's happening. And what we think is going to happen. I like it. I was reading an article mm -hmm. that California is out of their minds. Yeah. Quick service. Totally off the reservation. Quick service restaurant employees are voted now to, to go from $16 an hour in April, I think it is. They're going to go to $20 an hour for restaurants like McDonald's and Chipotle and things like that. That's insane. That's nuts. Because, you know, when I, and I think we've talked about this before, I, I always said those are starter jobs. To me, that's what your kid goes and gets. You know, you, you want to, when you're a kid and you're 16 and 15 mm -hmm. and, you know, you're, you're learning how to understand work and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are the jobs you go get. You know what I mean? So here. So what is the point? If you're making $20 an hour as a teenager. That doesn't mean that teenagers are doing those jobs. It could be anybody doing those True. jobs. So it's, we're taking the job in itself and then projecting it to basically how things used to be. Mm -hmm. Crumple that piece of paper up, throw it in the garbage because it's a different world. It is. You know, and I don't live in California, so maybe whoever lives in California can really address that. Yeah. It's not like I'm here wanting things to be the way they were. Clearly, there's a reason why it needs to be a, a high minimum wage like that. Yeah. And as advocates for the industry that we are, why we do this podcast, it's it's something that I'm willing to educate myself mm -hmm. about. So looking at 2024, I believe that's just the beginning. That's going to be a trickle down effect to other, not just restaurants. Retail, sorry. yes. 
So I think that would trickle down to retail as well. Oh, it's going to have to. I don't believe that t- like tips really have bolstered it's the the finer dining or mid tier whatever mm-hmm. they rely on tips to 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 cut the gap that, cover yeah, absolutely. That gap absolutely now with with just quick serve employees they're performing the service and they're getting low to minimum wage it's not a workable wage no you're right but wow that just sounds crazy that's a big jump what's going to happen to prices exactly so as i think about it that's where that's what that's what really happens more than anything else. Mm-hmm. When you raise everything up that much, yes, everything else costs more. So not only do, so yeah, you make $20 an hour, but now when you give you to McDonald's, you don't even eat McDonald's. Okay. Correct. So I, I think I took my daughter to McDonald's while we were in New York, okay. but I've been, I've been a couple of times, but I don't really eat. I don't eat there myself either. But uh, what used to be like a $5, you know, value meal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's every value meal is 10 bucks. So where's the value in that for fast food? <laughs> As I think about it, I'm thinking about it sitting in this chair. It, if if the epicenter is California, and from what I know of California, it's a high taxes, right? Yeah. Everybody knows that. Now, you are now taxing the, the, the poor again. Oh, yeah. For the most part, people, it's poor people that are going to be patronizing the quick serve restaurants mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Absolutely. So they have less disposable income, paying more money to get a value meal or what have you, and then it's going to be, you know, younger or poorer people who are going to be working those jobs, mm-hmm. and then so it's more money to be getting taxed from. So Absolutely. You're getting taxed at your job. You're getting taxed when you go, go out. Yeah. Go out. And so I wonder if that has something, you know, to do with it because, hey, you can't, you can't live on 10 bucks an hour in California. No. I, that I know. And we get it. Yeah. understand understandable. So what's going to be the fallout is, is the thing. Yeah. Everything else. Everything else is going to go up. Everything. And it already is up there. It okay? already is up there. It's high. Okay. <laughs> it's too damn high. Yo, their gas is out of control. Okay. You, know, yeah. you, you look at the gas here. Our gas is... We're not gonna, I'm not going to throw out numbers, but I'm easily a dollar to two dollars more in California. Of course, of course. At any given place. Okay, so sticking with the trend, I think that's going to be a trend for other states and yeah. other restaurants because rising tides raise all boats. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. Number two, the uh, tech integration it will enhance restaurant services. Now, more and more restaurants includes, increasingly adopt uh, technology for improved customer service, including digital menus, online ordering, and reservation systems, things mm-hmm. like that. And we're going to see more and more of that to streamline operations. Yeah. You, last year, went away from the, the standalone Posi Touch, Touch yeah. to uh, a to tablet handheld system. tablet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that you have more you know, time in, what do you think? I still don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it has to do with... Uh, it has its own... Now it has its own bugs. It has its own hiccups. We, we ran into a couple issues mm-hmm. um, where when the, when the system went down and, you know, it was just... You, it was a whole new set of hiccups. It, 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 it solves problems and creates it, more. Exactly. 
and it was like not, a biggie song more money more problems you know? <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i get the idea of it because uh i've known a few more people who have adopted that mm-hmm. particular system that you're we're not going to name and uh his web his uh other restaurant he works at a different restaurant yeah. as well and they have it and he was describing to me what the what the issues are and so i understand where the restaurant's coming from but as far as streamlining things, you really are are creating a disconnect between yeah. the, the customer and, 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 and the absolutely. Yeah. And so, but I, I really see that tech is going to be tech integration is you see those those pillars of menus and things mm-hmm. like that. I think that's related to the rising cost of labor. Oh, absolutely. So they, they want to find ways to mitigate that mm-hmm. and technology seems to fill the gap. But when you think of second order th- uh, second order thinking, what are all the things that can go wrong by Absolutely. doing that? Absolutely. And that's what we're going to be finding out in 2024. Mm-hmm. Next, something that we've touched upon in other industries is uh, foc- focusing on sustainability. Yeah. We, we are more increasingly very interested in what our environmental impact is mm-hmm. from our packaging to go boxes, what we use in the restaurants, restaurant, whether it's plastic straws, paper straws, things like that. Uh, so we are, we're going to be more interested in that in more mindful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. More mindful, uh, locally sourced ingredients, reduction in, in food waste and mm-hmm. things like that because where you spend your money you really want to, it to be in alignment with what your core values absolutely. are absolutely and we did a show about the, the world famous parrot and we talked about their environmental mm-hmm. um, impact and what impact. they do for the community correct all the above yeah they do things like the the beach cleanup Clean uh, the their to go all their all all, their, all, everything they have is biodegradable. It's you know it's it's within all the normal realms. Nothing that styrofoam or stuff like that. It's all, yeah. Our next one piggybacks off of what happened in 2020 with shutdowns and things mm-hmm. like that. We we did a show with uh, Brandon Tendler, I believe, which was on ghost kitchens. Mm-hmm. I don't see that slowing down. I see that trend up. continuing, especially when you have. Like rising employee costs, costs and absolutely. Like that. Yeah, rising cost of hard, like hard goods and mm-hmm. space. Real estate is especially in places like California. Yes, you know where you know, like you said, if you got to pay somebody that much, mm-hmm. you're definitely you you you're going to limit the time. So you're, you're going to try to consolidate money where you can. Exactly. In other places. And so physical space can be shared in a ghost kitchen. Absolutely. You can have a, 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 a warehouse space mm-hmm. with several concepts. And basically, it's just an online presence. Yeah. And then you fulfill through that. You have more of a build out of an infrastructure of delivery systems, mm-hmm. whether you're doing your own or you have delivery dudes, DoorDash, things all like above, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. All of the above. Uber Eats. That That's ingrained in society's mind. So you're leveraging that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the the rise of ghost kitchens will continue to rise in 2024. Yeah. And if you enjoy our show, or our content, or even have anything to say about it, if we pissed you off, let us know. <laughs> let us know in the comments if you're watching Do on you YouTube. Make you mad? <laughs> oh, sometimes like you know we we did a show with the chef and uh, he, we we put out a clip and he's like he doesn't speak for everybody. Well, clearly he's speaking for himself. Mm-hmm. That's why he's on the show, right? And so you can. Uh, 
contact me in the comments or you can follow me on Instagram at the Modern Waiter Podcast. The email is themodernwaiter at gmail.com. Boom. <laughs> now, this one is a, is a very interesting concept where more and more states are allowing alcohol to go. Mm. You know, there's some states that are very strict on alcohol. I don't see that really changing. But the, the states that probably have more open container laws and things mm -hmm. like that, uh, including California, have relaxed reg regulation on alcohol sales. Really? And so allowing restaurants... Like to, like to go? Like Yes, buddy. You can, you can have uh, alcohol <laughs> along with your takeout and delivery. Really? So there's no reason that... Not like by bottle? Like, like a drink? Yeah. I mean, because you, your drinks are... Your drinks are askew, mm -hmm. right? So in delivery, as long as you're able to prove your who's age. buying it mm -hmm. and the age and things like that, similar to alcohol delivery, why not be able to have that that cocktail mm -hmm. come right on to you as well as your your food? Oh wow! I, I think that's. Uh, I mean, it's, it's very intelligent. I just know we. I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know that existed. I didn't know you could do that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is wacky, wild stuff. <laughs> and speaking of beverages, the the next one that I'm looking for in 2024 is uh, creative beverage programs, whereby restaurants are investing in unique and creative beverage programs, including craft cocktails, mm -hmm. artisan sodas, and especially non-alcoholic drinks. Uh, there are a lot of people that that don't drink alcohol yeah. or don't drink a lot of it. And they want something fun. They always, I, I get a lot of people at my restaurant come and say, so what, what do you guys have that's like, uh, you know, you have any like, you know, mm -hmm. non-alcoholic, uh, like fun drinks or yes. craft kind of cocktails all the time. All the time. And if you think about it, it, as much as you think that alcohol is a good markup margin, non-alcoholic beverages. It's even better, actually. It's even better. So it behooves a restaurant to really lean into that where, yes, you, you do sell alcohol and that's a good markup. Look into those those craft cocktails, which are non-alcoholic, um, mm -hmm. you know, and a part of that is coffee drinks as well. Coffee is, is more increasingly becoming a bigger and bigger deal and has been. Yeah. And I don't see it stopping in, in 2024 either, where as an alternative to, or as a bolster, I should say, to the to the non-alcoholic category, they can really replace that yeah. that base where it's that mm -hmm. flavor can mm -hmm. really stand and, and boost non-alcoholic sales. And so, you know, the creative beverage, that's that's a ton of money, man. Oh, yeah. You, you put a strawberry in something. People or, love it. You know, yeah, people love it. it it's wild. It's something sparkling, mm -hmm. this and that. Uh, there were some, some things about like a sparkling kombucha and all that. It's... It's all over the place, but I really think the mindset is shifting into yeah. that. Not that they're not going to people sell that, alcohol. People are going to drink on a drink. Correct. But let's say you're out with friends and one or two of them don't drink. Mm -hmm. I had that on brunch not too long ago. This uh, we, we also serve Bloody Mary's mimosas and champagne. Mm -hmm. And she was asking me about a non-alcoholic you know, alternative. alternative. And I felt for her because... She wanted to be. It was. She want, a, it was like. She wanted to be a part 12. of the group. She wanted to be a part of the group. Yeah. So I made her something. I made her non-alcoholic um, uh, mojito. Mm -hmm. The only thing is, a lot of, a lot of traditional cocktails, 
the the base of it is the alcohol. Oh, yes. Not just, you know, the vodka. The flavor is in the alcohol. Yes, there you're right. There's, you know, because you'll use flavored alcohols. Yes. You know, to bring out certain, di- you know, like you can't make a, let's say an espresso martini, it uses vanilla vodka, it uses all those little things. It doesn't just have espresso in it. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? It has all these other flavors that... You know, I can't just make you a, a mock espresso teeny. <laughs> and, and, and strangely enough, that's what she asked for because yeah. all her friends were having them and she exactly. felt left out. And I said, stop your nonsense. You know, yeah. it's okay not to drink, but you can't just turn something. It's not just making this thing and then you put the cocktail in. Yeah. I think that's, uh, to the uninitiated, they think that's how it works. No, yeah. They make a drink and they add alcohol, which just don't have it with, with alcohol. No, it doesn't work like that. You know, oh, no, no the alcohol is the drink. Exactly. And so... I, I wouldn't mind having a non-alcoholic cocktail menu mm-hmm. because, listen, you put a couple sprigs of this and sprigs of that, it looks great, and you're still charging them six, seven, eight dollars? Yeah, I think we charge nine for virgin mojitos and all that other stuff. Boom! Okay. Minus the time it makes to yeah. muddle that crap, that's an ingenious way to make money. Yeah. And you don't have to deal with the, the liquor, and you have most of that stuff in-house anyway. Yes. So, win- Win. Win. <laughs> now, this one is is in alignment with me. The the health conscious menus. Mm-hmm. I see that as something that's very important to the growth of restaurants. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Because a lot of restaurants, they have their identity and have had have their identity. identity. Absolutely. And they look at uh, they look at a healthy option as a salad. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell you that as a person that eats a lot of salads, they, they don't do a salad well. They'll, no. they'll do a salad, but they'll put all the sweet junk on it. Yeah, it's not really healthy in the end. It's not healthy in the end. You know, the candied walnuts and the cheese and things like that. People that really want a healthy alternative don't want to eat the cheese. They don't want to eat a bunch of sweet stuff. And so all that things that you're, you're bastardizing this salad with is, yeah. is out of control. So there are other things that you could do with besides just a green salad. You know, there are mm-hmm. chickpea salads, there, there are mezes and things like that, dips that you don't have to even dip with a pita bread. Yeah. You got to think outside the box. And I don't know if they're afraid to may- maybe take that leap, but just having a salad or two on the menu isn't enough. No, no. And I won't go to those places because they don't really, I say it all the time, they don't have anything for me. Yeah. 
And so it's kind of wild where I go to certain places, including bars, mm -hmm. just because they have something for me. Yeah. Have something, you know, you got to really think of, of your audience. Of your audience. And, and like I said, even if, you have a, if you have a couple of those things, mm -hmm. that's all you need. That's all you need. You, you don't need much, but you need to have, if you have something that you already, you already had in the game. You don't need a whole side menu of all this bullshit. No. You just need two, honestly, two. Two things. Yeah. Make, it, make it good. Make it good. And make it health conscious and you're good to go. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, next one is uh, very interesting. It's virtual experiences and events. Mm -hmm. And I'll, again, piggybacking off of the rise in being able to go on a Zoom or things like that, uh, there are several ways that you can consume knowledge. Like if you think of master classes and, mm -hmm. and whatever else, you know, restaurants can now do a virtual wine tasting, mm -hmm. you know, or, or educating people or cooking classes and things like that. You know, if you think about it, do you really have time to or, or the dedicated time to go to a physical cooking class and do all of that stuff when you can be educated? So how do you do a virtual wine tasting, though? Well, you can you can send them the box of of okay, the so they already have things it, like and that. then you do it online. Yeah. Oh no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. No, I like that. It's almost like a, like a HelloFresh kind of version. Of wine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's different ways to connect to people, mm -hmm. but if you can do that at scale, where yeah. you don't have a physical space and them coming to you, yeah. I'm not going to fly to California necessarily to go to Napa Valley and not know where to, what the hell I'm doing. Exactly. But if I if I get plugged in with this thing, I can get educated. Yeah, and, and that's and really cool. Actually, that that be, I would do something like that. Like you know. I can't go to Napa all the time. Napa, that's an expensive trip. That's an you know? expensive trip. So to get, you know, to get with one of like one of the bigger distilleries in in Napa, you know, and say, hey, they send you like, that'd be a great idea. Yes, I like that. And 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 it can extend to chefs as well, mm -hmm. where a chef can can hold a class on you know mother sauces or how to do this or how to do that because a lot of times people just need to be entertained and educated at the same, same time. time. Yeah, but then. Uh, if you're going to do that in a, in your kitchen or in this physical space, it's your time mm -hmm. and your space plus getting the people to you. This is 2024. Reach out to the people mm -hmm. and 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 th there are enough people that are interested in that. Like you said, you would do it. I would do it. Yeah. But I don't wouldn't necessarily go to Napa unless I was being taken. Yeah, exactly. You no, know? and that's like a like I said, it's a trip. That's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. I I 100% agree with you. And we have uh, a couple more left. I like we should pitch that to Carla. What's maybe, that? Maybe we should throw that idea to Carla. Throw, throw some money for it. <laughs> <laughs> that fit right in her niche. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I I do believe it. It would be. She's a raw chef, and. Uh, this one is interesting to me because my my restaurant in particular doesn't really do much marketing mm -hmm. that I know about that I've seen. Maybe they do, but <laughs> I haven't seen it. Exactly. Yeah, I feel you. You know, and so I think uh, when it comes to marketing, I really don't I don't see that there's a new way of doing things. Mm -hmm. You have to meet people where they are. True. And so the old like television and um, newspaper and and radio that isn't as effective for a restaurant. restaurant. Restaurants have been and probably will still be always a big. Your biggest thing is word of mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna get it from like with us. You know, the concierge 
when people come into town, we have a great relationship with our concierge because we were on the beach. Yes. We're close to a bunch of hotels, which they see all the people all the time. We Correct. have a great relationship with the concierge. And they send people to the hotel, I mean, to the restaurant all the time because they're in the hotel. Mm-hmm. They need a place to go. Yeah. The first person you're going to ask is somebody that's that knows the area. Absolutely. So that's one normal word of mouth. you know. And then we give them little benefits because of that. Like we have these little cards and stuff like that. You know, you get X, Y, Z off your check or you get a free drink or, you know, and then the concierge, because of that, we, we, we throw them bones across the board. That's, that's a great system. But think about the ones that are nowhere near a tourist attraction True. or nowhere near a hotel and things like that. We're talking about what does the corner place or the plaza place mm-hmm. do, right? And, and marketing is all about meeting people where they are. So where are they? Whether you like it or not, they're on Instagram. Yeah. They're on TikTok. So how do you do that? It's a big mistake when a restaurant puts their food up on, mm. on their site. That's not engaging. Nobody needs to see that. Not that nobody needs it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. There's no story there. There's no, there's no, exactly. They're not connecting with your audience. They're not connecting with their audience. Yes. No one came in. No one ever walked into a restaurant and say, hey, you know what? I saw a salmon that. I just had to I had, walk through I just this had door. to have. Yes. But they they make they you make relationships. So now like new age marketing is leveraging the influence mm-hmm. of peers, right? So you could do the influencer thing, yes. Uh, but it has to be in alignment with, with what you with do. You, exactly. And if you if you have identified and done the work and identified that your audience or your customers and potential customers listen to this person, mm-hmm. then sure, yes, have that influencer. And that's the way that one way that you could do it. Another way is to, you really have to present your story. Yes, People want to know why they're going to come there, mm-hmm. what kind of experience they're going to have. And it's not you sitting in front of a camera going, oh, come this is whatever. No, it's, you need to show them. You need, need to, to show be them. a visual thing. It needs to be a visual you, thing. You, they need to see like your atmosphere at night. Now you can be, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, narrating the situation and then cutting the things, and that may, and that is showing them saying, yes. "Hey, you know, this is a night where you know, blah blah blah, and blah, X yes. Y Z, and you know, this is why you should come here." And then you show them why you should go there. I agree. This is why people come here. Mm-hmm. They come here for the this and that. Mm-hmm. And so two things happen off of that. When you have things that are visually appealing, yes. or Instagrammable, or talk aboutable. Uh, whatever, right? <laughs> and, and and you have people who are going to share that message. Oh my God, I came here and you got to see this. Yes. Oh my God, I came here and this is what they did for mm-hmm. me. Me, yes. Right? That is invaluable mm-hmm. because then this one person has this many people with, or they want to be connected in the same way. Yeah. And then you meet them where they are, you show them why. And so it's not as straightforward as getting behind a camera or getting, you know, yeah. and showing, hey, this and that. But your employees are your biggest asset, uh, asset to advertise. Mm-hmm. And and the good ones get it and the ones miss the mark. They put, oh, come for happy hour this or, or, or a menu or they post this picture of a drink and all of that stuff. That's all static. That yeah. doesn't really move the needle no. at all. And so moving forward. They want to see the happy hour atmosphere. Is the bar super packed, you know, or is it is is it packed just enough to where I feel like it's soaking to drink? Yes, but it has a great atmosphere. As I can see people, I can I can conversate. I can feel like I I I'm 
I'm one of them. Agreed. Some some of it has to be informational. Yeah. Because people get their information from different sources now. Yo, know, when do they do they have this wine? When do they have mm-hmm. this uh, this happy hour? Or when they have this special? Or whatever. Do they do late night happy hour? Do they do this? Do they do X Y Z? Correct. Absolutely. So partly like maybe twenty twenty five percent informational, mm-hmm. and then you have to really show. And, and the rest is visual. The rest is very visual and not pictures. Nobody, like, pictures are dead. Yeah. (laughs) If it ain't moving, it's dead. Exactly. And so creative marketing is going to be bigger and bigger. Data data systems and analysis. Collecting data on your customers is invaluable. That is is insane. And it's it's everywhere now. It's everywhere. It happens on its own. They got AI doing that stuff for you. And now I believe that restaurants are going to be able to know you more than you know yourself. Oh yeah, they so tried to already. They, <laughs> you have to, you have to know your guests. Yeah. You have to know your audience. And as you collect that information, then you're able to understand are they Facebook people? Mm-hmm. You know, because generally, if they're older, you meet them at Facebook. You're younger, you meet them at uh, Instagram. At Instagram. Or, yeah. If they're even younger. You meet them on TikTok, mm-hmm. and all three are different. You can't post the same thing all the way through because uh, the, the audience the audience changes, and their 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 timing changes, and their the, all of it. Their metrics are completely totally different. different. So that's uh, that's what you really. He's have going to through all that right now. <laughs> I am, and, and and so I'm not interested in conquering everything at once, but I'm I'm understanding that what I do on YouTube and what I do on Instagram and what do I do on TikTok is and should be different. Yeah. It isn't necessarily, but I'm not a, I'm not a restaurant selling stuff. I'm yeah. just representing the craft that we have here. Absolutely. And so moving right along. This one is interesting to me and it's the Australian white sheep. Okay. Also known as the Australian white is a breed of sheep. This is food? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's 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 not wool. It's they the these sheep this breed of sheep have hair. Okay. And so the meat is known for its um quality and adaptability. And so apparently the hair gives it its milder flavor. I guess wool ends up giving it more of a taste of lanolin. Mhm. And the it's a plus for people, so it's a milder flavor of lamb. Yes, still lamb, mm-hmm. but it's a milder flavor of lamb. And you can command a ten to fifteen percent premium above normal. Normal. And lamb's lamb has a little has a little cost anyways. Exactly. And that is going to be a trend coming up in uh, okay. twenty twenty four. I can't wait to look for that one. I know, right? Uh, apparently, it has. Uh, a f- higher fat content, but without the marbling, so mm-hmm. it still have a, a firm flavor. And uh, so uh, I'm interested in trying yeah. it. We have two more left. Okay. Uh, Indian food, I believe, will grow in popularity okay. in, in the U.S. Okay. Mostly because of some of the things that we talked about previously, mm-hmm. which is... Health and stuff like that? Correct. Yeah. The a lot of Indians are vegetarians, mm-hmm. and a lot of Indian food, as as is, have those options. Yeah, those those components in it naturally. Correct. We're not saying Indian food is healthy food, no. but we're saying components and and parts of Indian food. It's very healthy. It's 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 a it's an option for mm-hmm. that you know that 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 that, that plant based diet. Mm-hmm. Correct. That niche. Yes, and so. 
also tapping into the younger generation, what's it, Gen Z and the millennials, they, they prize authenticity and innovation mm-hmm. just as much as the experience. And so authenticity, yeah. Indian food, and the experience, that lends itself to, I, I was at a party the other day and they were talking about the best Indian foods in, in the area. And I'm like, I never heard of any of these places. You know, and and I'm interested in that. Food. Yeah, not necessarily Indian food, but vegetarian food, al- yeah. al- alternatives. alternatives. Mm-hmm. And so the the one guy is like, "Oh, so how's that place?" And he said, "Oh, it's all right." He goes, "I'm not going anywhere for all right food." <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was just uh, just picking up on the conversation was yeah. very interesting to me. And so looking up, the, researching for the show and looking things up, I was like, "Man, I bet you that you yeah, know, it's it's going to be a category. It's going to be a surge." I, I believe so. And uh, finally, the artisanal and local collaborations. Okay. High-end restaurants will be collaborating with uh, local vendors, uh, other other uh, chefs and things like that. Think about what um, our man Callahan, I think it's yeah. his birthday today, actually. Is Happy it? Birthday, Happy birthday, Callahan. Uh, think about they have a guest chef yeah. every mm-hmm. week. I believe that restaurants are going to be tapping into the resources. The more local resources. Correct. And, and great restaurants have been doing that for years. Yes. You know, I mean, you, you'll always see where locally source this, locally source that. Mm-hmm. And in the really higher upper end and, and echelon of good restaurants, you will always see that. But I think you're right. I think it's going to filter down into, the, into everything. And yeah. that'll be a more of a sustainable source for people. And it helps business for local business. It helps your town. And it really, it, it works out well for everybody. One big thing for for that's important to people and aligned with marketing is helping yeah local the community b- yeah. absolutely yeah so if you have a and and we used to do that as well uh, with our previous owners mm-hmm. from my restaurant they would have fish yeah from local vendors vendors absolutely like that. Mm-hmm. That guys come out and it's it's the fresh fish uh, coming in coming in you know you know it's local yeah it was it was that's you know like I said when you find those those really good great places that do you know before they get anything you know that is what you're looking for that is, Giants do it all the time okay yeah remember I mean he, we would get local stuff all the time from everybody yeah and and it makes you feel it makes you feel like you're a part of something absolutely and so th- that's our show we're tr- truly grateful for you as we move forward into this new year those are the trends that I believe that are going to be looking I'll be looking mm-hmm. for it increasing in 2024. And we do this show for you each and, and every, every week. week. Haven't missed yet. This is our sixth season. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Danny Villain. Subscribe, 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 people. We'll see you next time. Later. Y'all start to feel my team. So glad you